0: One app, over 300,000 travel experiences you'll remember. Do more with Viator. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> No purchase necessary. Void are prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for
1: details. You're about to experience a life-giving message from Bishop Kevin Foreman, the people's bishop and pastor of Harvest Church. We exist to lead people to totally love God, love people, and love life as one church in global locations. Find out more on our website at www.harvestchurch.church or get our app by texting the word HARVEST to the number 55498 your faithful giving is how we continue to bring life-giving messages like these to you so bless what blesses you in our app or online at www.harvestchurch.church forward slash give now here's today's life-giving message
2: All you conquerors, let's go. Let's say it together. I'm in my year of jubilee, I'm expecting celebration, emancipation, and restoration every day in Jesus' name, amen. So, God, we tell you that we are open and we are ready. This is a month where we're gonna conquer curses. So, we pray, God, that the audacity, that the tenacity, that the fierceness, that the focus, that the boldness that we need. To break every single curse that's been in operation in our lives. We pray that we would have it this month. Don't let us exit June with the same curses we walked in the June with. We declare that this month we are conquering every curse. We declare that we are conquering every curse. We declare that we are conquering every curse. And we thank you that it is so. Lift your hands in the building and online, lines and I'm conquering every curse. I'm Come on, say it with the Lord and say, I'm conquering every curse. I know it got your daddy, but you're gonna conquer it. I know it got your mama, but you're gonna conquer it. I know that it got your cousin, there, but you gonna conquer it. I know it got your city, but you're gonna conquer it. I know it got your community, but you're gonna conquer it. Please open your mouth and say, I'm conquering every curse. Grab a seat. Let's go to work. Let's go to work. Let's go to work. Let's go to work. So the series we're starting this month is called Conquering Curses, as you clearly know. This message is called You Are More Than a Conqueror because, watch me, in Romans 8 and 37, the Bible says, in all these things, what things? and anything that's trying to conquer me and anything that's trying to block me anything that's trying to stop me anything that's trying to shut me up or shut me down and all these things we are watch this more than conquerors which means we don't just beat it but we beat it and live to tell somebody else how we beat it we don't just overcome we overcome and then we snatch somebody else out to overcome i hope that you're watching this with another curse breaker i pray You're not around somebody that's decided they're going to be like everybody else. But you're around somebody that's decided every curse that's been in operation in my life before the month of June is over. That thing is going to be conquered, which means I'm going to confront it and I am going to conquer it. He says, in all these things, we are more than conquerors. Say, I'm more than a conqueror. I'm more through him who loved us and one of those things we've got to conquer are curses and every day and every choice god gives us a choice of the blessing or curse every day and every choice god says now you choose which one of these you're gonna do you choose which one of these is gonna be for you here's why that's good news to me this means the enemy doesn't get to decide what my day is I don't like your silence right there. This means your mama doesn't get to decide that. Your cousin doesn't get to decide that. Your past doesn't get to decide that. Your haters don't get to decide that. Every day you get to make the choice whether or not you're going to choose the blessing or the curse. And I need you to shout this thing loud and type it in the comments on all caps say, I choose the blessing. I choose, I choose the blessing. Deuteronomy 30 and 19 says this. The word says this. It says, I call heaven and earth to witness against you today that I have set before you life and death, blessing and curse. Therefore, he tells you to answer. What I love about God is he never gives you a test you don't know the answer to. So for everybody that says, I don't know what to do, is it that you don't know what to do or what you need to do is in front of you, but you're too afraid to make the decision. Is it that you don't know what to do or that, watch me, you're so used to choosing wrong that you've lost confidence in your ability to choose. But I pray that this month, God, restore your ability to make the right type of choices. I pray that this month, God, restore your ability to choose the blessing and not the curse. This is I call heaven and earth to witness against you today. Everybody say today, today, today. That I have said before you life and death, blessing in church, therefore uh, curse, therefore choose life. Watch this next part so that you and what comes after you will live. Now, this is not just your children. Offspring means anything that you will produce, which means God says anything that you produce is gonna live in, have life, and it's gonna walk in the blessing if you choose the blessing. He says, So what you choose in June is gonna set up your July, your August, your September, your October, your November, your December. Your 2024, 2025, your 2035, your 2055, it's going to set you for life. Open up your mouth and say, I'll be set for the rest of my life. I'll. So watch me, choices then conquer curses. Choices conquer curses. Choices conquer curses. So this month, I'm going to make sure you're empowered to make the right choices so that you can conquer curses. You will not be like what your bloodline was. You will not be like what your family was. You will not be the statistic they said you were going to be. I'm so glad you're about to break every statistic and label they put on you. I'm so glad you're about to erase every mislabel that they put on you. Come on, June, open up your mouth, Say, and I'll conquer every curse. So so God says, I set these two things before you, the blessing and the curse. So what does this actually mean? uh, What is the blessing? It comes from this Hebrew word, language of our Old Testament, Baraka. Baraka. It means empowerment to prosper, which means God says, I give you what you need in order to prosper so that you do not have to live in lack. And lack is bigger than money because what good is money if you lack peace? What good is money if you lack joy? What good is money if you lack a sense of satisfaction? What good is money if you lack a sense of identity? So God says, I'm going to empower you to prosper. I'm going to empower you to be great. Uh Uh-oh, there it goes again. We just finished this series last month on how to be great. God says every day I'm setting before you the option to be great. Now you can be gutter or you can be great. You can be righteous, you can be ratchet, but you're going to have to make the choice. You can go up or you can go down. You can let the enemy win or you can win. And I'm so glad I'm preaching to people at Harvest Church that have made the decision. Baby, if I got an option to be great, that's my choice all day. Every day. It means to be abundant. What does this mean? Abundance is where you and I live. Lack is not the lifestyle God sent us to live. And again, don't just limit this to money or financial things. God says, I give you the choice to pick abundance. I give you the choice to decide whether or not you're going to have a poverty mentality, a lack mentality, or a mentality of abundance. See, abundant people never see anything they do as losing something. Abundant people think that anything I do, I'm sowing something why he gives seed to the sower which means people who choose the blessing say this to people you can't use me you cannot do anything to me that will take advantage of me why because i live in abundance i wasn't giving to you for my primary i was giving to you for my overflow which means and nobody ever can say, well, I took advantage of them. I use them. Mm-mm. I have an abundance mentality, which means God sets me in situations where I'm needed. Why Why would God set you in a place where there's no need for you? I'm here to tell everybody under the sound of my voice, you know how blessed you are? God will set you in a place where there's a deficit and then say, now you be the one that's going to pour. And when you think that you've poured and you're emptying yourself out, watch, watch this, as you pour, I'm going to pour into you. So the more you pour, The more I'm gonna pour them to you, so you will never be in lack, you will never be in deficit. What's the blessing? It means to be saluted, recognized, and honored. I love this. For some of you, your whole life, you have struggled for people to recognize you. You have struggled for people to honor you, you've struggled for people to salute you. God says, Every day I set before you the choice, pay attention, to salute, to honor, and to recognize. Because if you saw that, I'm going to make sure somebody salutes, recognizes, and honors you. See, whatever I want to receive, I first have to release, which means anything I want to manifest in my life. You know how I get it? I release it from my life. Come on. I need you to just encourage somebody close to you. Say, I bless you. Come on. I bless you. <laughs> Tell them, say, I honor you. Come on. Drop it in the comments. I- Tell him, I salute you. Amazing job. Come on. The encouragement you need is the encouragement you're about to give. The blessing you need is the blessing you're about to give. Then it means life. Then it means life. He says, I set this before you. So the question becomes, if that's the blessing, then what's the curse? The curse, Kalel, is the word there. It means to abate, to make less and to reduce. God says you get to choose whether or not you will be made less and reduced. You know how you do that? It's because you release that. Each of these choices is about what you release. So if you are all, watch me, if when you show up, things deteriorate, God says you are choosing the curse. You need to ask every place you go, what value can I add? Mm. What can I do to be a blessing? Let me help some of you understand. If when you show up, it doesn't go up, then something's wrong with what's going on. You ready? It means to make less and to reduce. Then it means to make bright, but for the negative reasons. God says, if you're walking in a curse, everybody's going to see you, but they're going to see you for negative reasons. And this is why some of you say, they always picking on me. It's because you picked the curse. They always starting something with me. It's because you picked the curse. They always point out what I did. It's because you picked the curse. But this month, you about to reverse that thing. I I just need you to type it in the comments. Reverse, 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 reverse. Yeah, I used to get recognized for negative, but from this day forward, everybody's going to recognize me for the greatness that is on me and the greatness that is in me. It then means to bring into contempt, which means to feel worthless. Pay attention. God says, this is your choice. How do you make this choice? Is you release worthlessness so you receive worthlessness. You speak things to people that make them feel worthless, and so now you receive a feeling of worthlessness. Because both of these choices are made, predicated, based upon what you release. Here's the next definition. It means to accursed. That means to deliver to destruction, misery, or evil. God says, this is your choice. Question, question, question. Um, where in your life have you been delivered to destruction, misery, or evil? Here's what deliver means. Here's what deliver means. Deliver means I'm literally going to walk you over to something that chains you up. I'm literally going to walk you over to something that is dest- uh, that destroys, something that's misery, and something that's evil. Evil in the scripture means contrary to. So here's what God says. I'm literally going to walk you over. If you choose the curse, you're going to walk over to something that's contrary to you. What's con- evil? Something that opposes your forward progress. So you're trying to go this way, but watch me. You keep running into what it is that's blocking you. You ready? Even though there's another lane that's available. And for some of y'all, you got to hear me. God says, this has to be your last month where you keep running into what's running against you because you will make another choice to walk in the blessing. It then means, watch these last two, trifling. Now, trifling is the appropriate pronunciation of the word. Some people say trifling. That's not the word. It's trifling, which means everything to you is trivial. God says, when you're choosing the curse, nothing's a big deal to you. When you choose the curse, nothing is a big deal. When you choose the curse, nothing is serious for you. Nothing requires all of you. And hear me, this month, for you to walk in the blessing, there are some areas you've been holding back, and you're going to have to give God your everything. Can we go old school church for just about 10 seconds? Can I get you to lift your hands in the building and don't lie? And say, God, I give you everything. I, I give you everything. I give you everything. All of me, head to toe. I give you everything. This is serious to me. This is important to me. This is a big deal to me. Come on, say yes, Lord, right there. Then it means death. Pay attention. God says, I set these two choices before you each day, which means you can be trifling if you want to, but that's going to bring a curse. You can, watch me, you can keep running to what's against you, but that's going to be your choice. You're going to choose this. Now, pay attention. Proverbs 26.2 says, as the bird by wandering, as the swallow by flying, so the curse causeless shall not come. Which means a curse will fly by you unless it finds somewhere to land. I'm going to say it again. A curse will fly by you unless it finds somewhere in your life where you've given it permission to land. This is why you see certain even families where you can see this thing has landed on everybody. You ready? Until you were born y'all ain't go talk to me this is why you see certain cities where it's on every have you ever been to a city and it just felt like everybody in the city thought the same jacked up messed up way y'all not saying nothing it's because it found somewhere to land and then it got to you and watch me that bird is about to be struggling to find somewhere to land this month i need you to open up your mouth mouth your mouth and say i'm conquering every curse i A curse flies by you unless it finds somewhere to land, which means this curse, watch me, it's looking for somewhere to land, which means there is no curse without a cause. Let's go. So there's two types of curses. The first is a generated curse. Everybody say generated curse. Drop it in the comments, generated curse. This is something that is a result of those choices that we just talked about. Mark 7 and 13. Jesus said, making the word of God of no effect. Stop right there. Sometimes the word's not working. The word's not working. It's working. It may just not be working for you. Uh, The Bible don't work. Oh, it's working. I'm proof it does. It may just not be working for you. I don't believe in all that giving stuff. That don't work. Oh, no. That's because once you sow, you curse your seed with your mouth. It may not be working for you. Look what the Bible says. Making the word of God of no effect. It's not that the word's not powerful. He just said it's not going to work on you. Um, listen, how many of y'all when you were kids and uh, you, you, either you were sick or you need to go to sleep, wanted to, um, you know, they gave you a little NyQuil. quill. gave you a little NyQuil. Wait me to come you a minute, come on. Now, you were either sick or, you know, you just was doing too much. And so, you know, and so they give you a little, a little NyQuil. Go on go there, lay down and take a nap. Now, pay attention. Um, at a certain point, um, that little cup, that little capful wasn't enough. Why? Uh, Because it was not effective because you had grown used to and accustomed to it. I wish y'all would talk to me in these comments. Let's go. He says, making the word of God of no effect through your tradition. So pay attention. God says you have become a person of patterns, rituals and habits. And these things make the word ineffective in your life. I'm going to say it again. It's your patterns that make the word not work, which means God says it would work if you would interrupt your pattern. See, Moments lie. Patterns don't. Uh, Everybody can have a great moment in their life and you can look at them and say, it looks like you've done, uh, you're amazing. Uh, Everybody can have a bad moment in their life and it can look like they're awful. But what you really have to watch is the pattern. Let's see how this thing goes over time. Question, what patterns do you have that directly contradict what you say you want? What patterns do you have that directly contradict where you say you want to go? You say, I want to walk on water, but you never get out of boats. That's your pattern. Your pattern is that you talk it, but you never walk it. And I'm so glad in the month of June, you're about to walk it like you talk it. I I wish I had faith people around me open up your mouth say, I'm conquering every curse this month. Okay, watch me, watch me, watch me. He says, he says it's your patterns, then it's your rituals. He says there's certain things that you do and make the word ineffective. So some of you, the moment you say something good, the next moment you say something crazy, that's your ritual. Here's your ritual. You're faithful to church, you're faithful to church for six months, and then you're unfaithful for six months. That's your ritual. So you're like, God, it doesn't work. God says, no, you're inconsistent. Your inconsistency is creating the curse for you. You saw one month then you never give again you do one thing one month you never do it again it's your ritual and for some of you this month your rituals are about to change Mm -mm. where you used to go how you used to act how you used to talk how you used to walk who you used to be around your rituals are about to change and when your rituals change that means your results are about to change too i need you to lay your hands on yourself say new results are loading new results are loading your patterns, your rituals, and your habits. What's a habit? A habit is something that you do on autopilot. Question, what is on autopilot that keeps you crashing? What's on autopilot that keeps you crashing? Have you ever noticed that there are certain things that you already know what it's going to produce and you'll do it anyhow? You already know how it's going to go and you'll do it anyhow. Jesus said your patterns, your rituals, your habits, these are generated curses. He says These things make the word of God of no effect. Pay attention. And how do you generate curses? Number one, through your words. Matthew 12, 36. But I say to you, for every idle word men may speak, they will give account of it in the day of judgment. Pay attention. Idle words means lazy things. Question, what do you say that's lazy? And what does that mean? It just comes out easily. Some of you say stuff like you're broke, and that's a lazy statement. It's a lazy statement because it takes more faith and it takes more thought to say, you know what? That's not wisdom for me to do right now. Oh, but I'll be able to do it soon. Y'all not going to talk to me. See, it's easy, you see, it's a lazy thing to say to your kids, y'all crazy. But since you know that what you speak, life and death are in the power of your tongue, it takes more effort and energy to say, I want to say you're crazy. But instead, I'm going to say you're a mighty man of God. I'm going to say you're a mighty woman of God. It's easy to say something negative about your spouse. Why? Uh, Because you become comfortable. But why would you curse who you sleep with? Why would you curse who you lay with? Why would you curse who you're supposed to build up? So instead, sometimes you're going to have to stop your lazy words and say, you know what? I want to call you this, that, and the other. But instead, I'm going to say, ooh, my sweet thing. Even though they taste like poison right now. Y'all are good. Ready? Lazy, thoughtless, careless words. He says, but I say to you for every lazy person. Thoughtless, careless word. You're going to have to give account for it in the day of judgment. Judgment here doesn't mean standing before God on the great ch- throne. Mm-mm. Judgment here means in a crisis. Which means, God says, you're going to have to give an account for what you spoke because a crisis will reveal a curse. Crisis reveal curses. Crisis reveal curses. Let me prove it to you. Have you ever been in a funeral and you've seen curses manifest? You can see that thing is on everybody at that funeral or celebration of life. Have you ever been, you ready? Have you ever seen scandal manifest? Because when scandal manifests, all of a sudden crisis reveals curses. And now you can see the thing that's been operating in people. What people really feel and what they really think, they're going to say it at a funeral. You ever, you, ever seen, look at me. you ever seen some people fighting at a funeral because they mad at one because they say it's your fault, so-and-so this, and so-and-so that, and so-and-so that? That's me. A crisis will reveal a curse, which means God says the power of your words will be revealed when there's a crisis. The power of your words will be revealed when something goes wrong. You will see what you said when, watch me, when something goes crazy. And I'm so glad that, watch me, since the words that we speak are spirit. According to John 6 and 63, if I release them in their spirit, I can cancel them in their spirit too. So God, we pray right now to cancel every lazy, every thoughtless, every careless word that we spoke. And we pray, God, that you would cancel the power of it, cancel the effectiveness of it, and that it would not manifest or show itself in any way, shape, form, or fashion in our lives. Come on, open up your mouth, child. I cancel every lazy, thoughtless, careless word I've spoken in Jesus' name. Come on, release a praise right there. Come on Sunday, release a praise right there. Come on on YouTube, come on on Facebook. Come on on the website, come on in the app. Put a praise right there. You ready? Some of you, you ready? Some of you have damned yourself cause you spoke that. You have, you have cursed yourself cause you spoke that. You've cursed your money cause you spoke that. You've cursed your opportunity cause you spoke that. You've cursed your, you You've cursed your children. They're exactly what you said they'd be. They're exactly what you said they would be. You't want say anything? They've become exactly what you said they would. But I'm so excited that from this day forward, come on y'all, let's make a choice. We speak the blessing. We speak the blessing of the Lord over everything connected to us. We speak the blessing of the Lord over everybody connected to us. We don't want curse people attached to us, so we release the blessing over our finances, the blessing over our family. The blessing over everything connected to us. We will not speak lazy, thoughtless, careless words, but we will release the blessing. Come on, someday. Say, we release the blessing. In Jesus' name. Come on, let's go to work. Let's go to work. Let's go to work. So your words, your words, your words generate curses. Here's the second thing that generate curses, your actions. Your actions generate curses. Malachi 2 and 2. This is the Lord speaking. He says, if you're not going to listen, this now, this you know, you already know this verse is gonna go somewhere. And the verse starts out like if you ain't gonna listen. If you will not hear and you will not take it to heart, what does heart mean in scripture? Your mind. He says, if you don't put this and keep this on your mind to give glory to my name, says the Lord of hosts, then I will send a curse upon you and I will curse your blessings. Stop! Bishop, Which means what was once something you celebrated will now become something you're not listening what was something this is how you ready this is how certain relationships they started good and then what you were excited about now you you dread this is how certain things you were excited about starting your business and now you dread it you were exciting about getting that new position and now you dread it the bible says i will send a curse upon you i will curse your blessings yes look what he said i already cursed them Because you do not take it to heart. God said, look at me. God said, Why are you playing with me? He says, Why are you playing with me? Why are you doing what I already told you not to do? And you're acting like I don't see what you're doing. And you ready? And you're acting like there is no consequence for actions. I know this is a little heavy for a Sunday morning because we live in a culture that just says, I'm just gonna do whatever, but here's the problem: choices have consequences. Choices choices generate curses and I don't know about you but I don't want to do anything that's going to add to what I already got to go through oh my god I don't want to do anything that's going to add drama it's enough hell it's enough high water it's enough warfare to deal with already I pray that we would not add anything to the warfare we've got to go through say Lord let me act right so watch what he says. Look at the verse. He says, I will curse your blessings, which means what was once good. It was good. God says, I'm going to strip it down. Uh-huh. OK, so you made money your God. OK, so so you can't put me first because you're chasing some dollars. OK, so everything you do, you got to get a check for it because now. OK, OK. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to strip it down. Watch me. And you went from one level. And now all of that's gone. All of us, let's be honest. Everybody look at me. All of us have been in that place before. Where God has had to strip. Y'all ain't talking. Where God has had to snatch. Where God has had to say, All right, I need, watch me, because you're not going to be like everybody else you grew up with. And watch me. And right when you think that you're down to, your, to nothing God is up to something because watch me he's such a good father that even if you make horrible decisions they get you in horrible places if I dig deep enough I'll see that he left me with <laughs> I'll see that he left me with something so that I am able to bounce back and I speak this over your life that the second half of this year wherever God had to let you be stripped Wherever God had to let you go down, that in these next six months, you're about to have a big bounce back. Please open up your mouth say, I got a big bounce back coming. I he says, I will curse your blessings, which means it was good, but now it's that. And then he says, and I'll send a curse. What does this mean? To send a curse, to send a curse, I need you to catch the imagery. To send it means that it has to travel. When it has to travel, look at me. It will attach itself to something while it's on its way to you. Please hear me, Revelation Sunday, so you can get this revelation. I will send a curse. Uh, I, I will send a curse upon you, and I will curse your blessings. Pay attention to the two verses, two parts of the verse. I will send a curse upon you, and I will curse your blessings. Two different things. He said this was the blessing. He said, but I'm sending something that because I don't just need to get your attention with stuff. I need to get your attention. So what I will allow to happen is I will send something and it will travel. You ready? And it might attach itself to the relationship. Oh, God. It might attach itself to a friendship. It might attach itself to a dumb decision. It might attach itself to something that was moving in the direction that's opposite the direction that you're moving in. I will send it your direction, and it will attach itself to you. So watch what we're going to do in the month of June. We're about to detach. Oh, my God. I, oh, my God. Come on, I need you to get this. There's about to be some cord cutting this month. There's about to be some cord cutting this month. Because what you were attached to that was a curse, a, that cord is about to be cut. I need you to touch somebody close to you. Put it in the comments. Say, and that cord is about to be cut. You ready? Those are generated curses. They come through your words. They come through your actions. They come through your words. They come through your actions. Here's the one that most people are familiar with. A generational curse. A generational curse is a destructive pattern of behavior that's passed down and around. Destructive patterns of behavior that's passed down and around. This means you got it from your mama. You got it from, look at me, you got it from somebody That you've never met. You sometimes are struggling with the baggage of people that you've never actually ever been introduced to. Bishop, what do you mean? Uh, uh, Bishop, what do you mean? Numbers 14, 18, we're almost there. I need to set you up for where we're headed this month. We got to do the work. Somebody said, We're doing the work this month. month. Oh, but if you'll stick with me this whole month, this whole series, I tell you this you're going to see proof, fruit, results that the curses have been conquered. You're going to see results. You're going to see proof that the curses have been conquered. Can I get you to open your mouth and say that? I'll see results. I'll see proof that the curse has been conquered. Numbers 14, 18. The Lord is slow to anger, which means God says, I'm patient with you. And look at me. Everybody look at me. God says, I have been really patient with you. You ever been patient with somebody and they didn't really know how patient you had been with them? Because they didn't realize how annoying they actually were. They didn't realize how much of a challenge they actually were. God says, I have been very patient with you. Matter of fact, that deserves a praise. You ready? Why? Because when other people weren't, he was. When other people walked out and threw in the towel, God says, and I'm still here waiting on you to get it together. I know we got to move on, but I think I'm not the only one that's grateful that God has been patient with me. He didn't give up on me. He didn't throw in the town on me. Even when I had crazy moments, he looked at you and said, looked at me and said, I'm, you are my son. And even though you acting crazy with me, I'm still not going to drop you. Come on, lift up your voices and release the praise for three seconds. Go three, two. And he's been patient and he's been patient. And he's been patient. It says the Lord is slow to anger. You ready? He's abounding in mercy and, and, and steadfast love. What is mercy? Mercy is when God blocks something negative that you do deserve. Let me okay, y'all gonna get used out today. You ask the Lord to use you, he's gonna use you. Okay. Are you ready? So 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 let's pretend like here, get the sword. Right, so wages in his death. You deserve to be messed up, jacked up toe up from the flow up. You ready? Because the wages of sin is what? Death. 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 Which means you look at me. I know I'm a good person. Bible says on your best day your righteousness is as filthy rags. Because just because it's good to your standard does not at all mean that it is to his standard. God says I have have a lot of that's what bound means, in steadfast love. That means mercy. Say mercy, mercy me. Mercy, mercy, mercy. God says I should let what you deserve happen. Go ahead, like you'll get them But mercy steps in. Don't don't drop it like you're gonna get him. Now don't do too heavy now. You ready? Mercy steps in, and mercy says, "Nope. Uh uh-uh. I'm gonna give you another opportunity because you missed your shout. You should have died in the car accident. Mercy said, "Nope." You should have died from that abusive relationship. But Mercy stepped in and said, nope. You should have lost your mind for how your mama treated you, how your daddy treated you, how your family treated you. But Mercy said, nope. You should have lost everything and been sleeping under a bridge somewhere. But Mercy said, no. I need some people in this building and online. Now, thank God for his mercy. Thank God for his mercy. (laughs) Come on, fist bump somebody and say, he's been protecting you. hes I don't like the way they said it. Fist bump somebody else and say, he's been protecting you. Every time you should have went out, he stepped in the way. Every time you should have lost everything, he stepped in the way. You laid down with him but didn't get up with what they had. He stepped in the Let's go. The Lord has slowed to anger, abounding in steadfast love, forgiving iniquity. And transgression, three types of sin in the Bible, sin, number one, to miss the mark, two, transgression, to willfully deviate from what you knew to be right, three, iniquity, that's generational sin that's passed down and around. Why down and around? Because some generational curses didn't come from a bloodline that came from who you were raised around, that came from who your friends were. They come from who your friends are. This is why for some of you, hear me, as you're conquering curses this month, you're going to begin to open your eyes to some of the people you call friend. And you're going to begin to see that maybe they are not the friend that I thought they were. Maybe they're the reason the curse hasn't been conquered. Mm. You ready? He says, forgiving iniquity and transgression, but he will by no means clear the guilty. What does this mean? There are certain things you set in motion. And once you set it in motion, it stays in motion until somebody interrupts it. Okay, it stays in motion until somebody interrupts it. Give me something I can roll. Let me, let me have that bottle right there, that water bottle right there. It stays in motion until somebody interrupts it. So here's, here's how this works. God says, this thing is going to stay in motion and keep going and keep going until somebody stops it. I don't like the fact that you ain't shouting. This has been your family for the last 400 years. This has been your situation for the last 1000 years. This thing been rolling, 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 rolling on the river. Listen. Listen, 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 listen. It's been rolling and it's been going. And they got your mama, and they got your grandmama, and they got your daddy, and got your granddaddy, and it's been rolling. It's been rolling. It's been rolling. It's been rolling. rolling. Then you were born. And when you were born, God said, I found somebody that's about to break this curse. (laughs) I need you to open up your mouth, say, I'm that somebody that's about to break this curse. I'm a curse breaker. You ready? By no means does he clear the guilty, visiting the iniquity of the fathers on the children to the third and the fourth generation. Here, here's the word. and We're done. Here's the word. I just need to set you up for where we're going this month. I need you to lock in this month. I need you to lock in on this series like it's a cheeseburger and you hungry. I need you to to lock in on this series like you working out and it's your last set before you can leave. Ain't nothing like that last set before it's time to go. Listen, I need you to lock in on this like it's got a million dollar prize at the end. Ready? It says this. Numbers 14, 18. He says, but he will visit. Everybody shout visit. Drop it in the comments. All right. Here's what that word visit means. It means it will pastor you. See, many Christians, watch me, look at me, look at me. Am I your pastor or is your curse your pastor? Because literally, literally the word visiting means it will pastor you. So God says the reason you keep coming to church and it don't work is because you're not actually hearing from your pastor. What you're hearing from, watch me, is the voice you've been assigned to, but your curse is the one that really runs you. And what does a pastor do? It preaches to you, which means this curse will preach to you. And even though you heard the word in church, you'll go home and say, I know what I'm supposed to do, but because it's preaching to you. It will teach you. It will lead you. It will incorrectly correct you. So you'll do the right thing, but it'll tell you you did the wrong thing because it really wants you to keep doing the wrong thing. Why? So it can keep this thing in motion. But I need you to say it again. Say, but I'm conquering curses this month. Say it again. I'm conquering curses this month. I need you to type it in the comments and say it out of your mouth. Say, I'm conquering curses this month. I'm not another month of my life is it going to be the way that it is. And it's not that it's bad, but it's about to get a whole lot. It's about to get a whole lot. It's about to get a whole lot. Let's go. It will preach to you, teach you, lead you, incorrectly correct you, direct you. To be like, I don't know why I went that direction. Your curse told you to go there. I don't know why, I, you ready? I don't know why I keep dating this type of person. Your curse told you to pick them. You picked over, You watch me, you skipped over all the good ones. You ready? You speak to, watch me, because you wanted spontaneity. Spontaneity, mm I ain't gonna say that. Watch me, because your curse directed you there. I don't know why I keep making bad financial decisions even though uh, I'm sitting under an anointing where I should be debt free. I don't know why I keep making bad decisions even though I've been taught, you ready? Your curse directed you to make that bad decision. It means to oversee you. To, look at this. Look at these last two. To care for you. Your curse becomes your caretaker. So when you're feeling bad, when you're feeling sad, my, my fact, here, come on, come on, come on, come on, come That's me. Come right there. The Lord has need of you. You ready? Your curse, for a moment, you're going to be the curse. And just, in this analogy, you ready? So your curse, put your arm around her. Put your arm around her. Oh, you've been through a lot. You had a rough day. Let's not pray. Let's go sip on something. See, let's not pray. Let, let's not do nothing we were taught to do. You ready? Let's call Joe Willie. <laughs> you ready? Let, let's let's, see. let's not do what we need to do. You ready? You're trying to lose weight. Let's go eat. Y'all not talking to me. You ready? Okay, now let's not eat nothing. Cause some of y'all, you don't eat, you don't eat nothing it becomes your caretaker. You don't like the way they talk to you? So now anger begins to ferment and burn on the inside of you. And so now it begins to comfort you. So when you get sick of people, you wanna know why some of you don't like being around people? It's because your curses become your caretaker. And so now people are difficult because your curse is the thing that you like to spend your time around. Woo, but this month, we are about to cut the cord. I wish you'd push them away. I wish you'd push them away. We're about to cut the cord to it. Please open up your mouth. Say, I'm conquering curses this month. It means everybody stand. Everybody stand at home. Everybody stand. Everybody stand at home. Everybody stand. It's in this building. It says, it says, it will deposit into you, which means your curse will be the thing that pours into you because it's there to pass you. But I need you to say this with all of the boldness that is in you. Say, but this month, I will, I will conquer every curse. He says, visiting the, the iniquity of the fathers, visiting the children. So this means the prior generations. When it says fathers, it's not limited to a father. It means prior generations to the third and fourth generation. Everybody look at me. Your neighbor may be 22. They may be 32. They may be 52, 62, 72, 102, 122. You ready? But they are dealing with up to four generations of baggage and biblically speaking you ready biblically speaking if the one if generation two is just like generation one this means you ready that it counts as one generation which means for some of you you are dealing with 400 years of baggage that we're about to unpack and we're about to toss this month can i get you to lift your hands worship your god for 10 seconds? Like this month is going to be the month you conquer every curse. Ten, nine, eight. Come on, let me hear your worship. Seven, six, five, four, three, two. Say, I'm the curse breaker. But wait, 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 but wait. wait. None of this, none of this is really, because I just gave you some heavy stuff, right? Here's human behavior. Unless there is an incentive, we normally won't do it. You know why people work out? Because the the progress they see in their body. If you don't see any progress in your body after a few months, at some point you're going to be like, you know what? Let me just go back to slim slow because slim fast ain't work. Right? Ready? Watch me. Why do we do anything? God knows we need to be rewarded. We need to be incentivized. Here's your shout. We out of here, June. You ready? God rewards those that conquer curses. I need you to lift your hands, open your mouth, say, a reward is on the way for me. Here it is. Proverbs 631. It says, yet when he is found, he must restore sevenfold. Who is the he? A thief that steals in secret. Look at me. Your curses have been stealing from you in secret. And the Bible says the moment you find the thief, what does this mean? To find the thief, to solve the riddle or to conquer the curse, he's got to give you sevenfold. Sevenfold means restitution restitution means pay me back for every bad decision for every bad action for everything that I've ever been in you're going to have to pay me back here's our shout someday that a reward is on the way for you because you're about to conquer the curse and when you solve the riddle restitution is on the way for you I need you to open up your mouth and I just need you to say a reward is on the way say it again say a reward is on the way you thought you missed the opportunity God's about to release another you thought that you missed your moment God's about to release another you thought every door was shut God's about to open some new ones please open your mouth shout a reward is on the way look at me and it's coming this month and and it's coming this month and it's coming this month and it's coming in July and August these next six months you will be rewarded because you will conquer curses Everybody's standing in the building, in the line. Today, none of what I just preached applies to you yet if you're not a Christian. So if you're not a Christian, number one. Number two, if you need to recommit yourself to the Lord. Number three, be like, Bishop, I don't know where things stand with the Lord, but I want to be sure today, wherever you're at, if you need to become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord or be sure, whether you're in Denver, Atlanta, Jamaica, New York, Philadelphia, wherever you're at, on the count of three, You're going to slip that hand up or do the hand-wavy emoji in the comments. And God's going to meet you right where you're at. One, no guilt, no condemnation, no shame. Two, don't miss your moment. Three, slip your hand up wherever you're at. Do that hand-wavy emoji or say it's me. Do that hand-wavy emoji or say it's me. Everybody, pray this prayer with me. Say, Father, thank you for dying in my place. Thank you for your love for me. I confess with my mouth and I believe in my heart that you are my Lord and my Savior. Give me the grace to be a faithful Christian from this day forward. If I fall, if I fail, give me the grace to get right back up again. I choose to conquer every curse that's been in operation in my life, every generated curse, every generational curse. I am more than a conqueror. In Jesus' name, amen. Listen, if you just prayed that prayer for the first time or recommitted yourself to the Lord, or you're sure, take your phone out. Text the word HARVEST to 55498. Did you
1: make a decision to become a Christian for the first time or recommit your life to Jesus? We want to help you make Christianity a lifestyle and not just a hobby. So. Experiences
0: are what people love the most about travel. That's why they love Viator. They have over 300,000 bookable experiences and something for everyone. Plus, their travel experiences have millions of real traveler reviews, so you have the information you need to book the best activities for your trip. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. One app over 300,000 travel experiences you'll remember. Do more with Viator. Okay, round 2. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino.